What's up, everyone? This is Josh Peterson of Humanican Media. And I'm Gerald Glassford, and we're from the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. And you're listening to Weird, a Two Dudes podcast right here on the Ace Podcast Network. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere. I know, that's really weird, isn't it? Ace Podcast. Weird. Boy, what's going on over there, Aaron? What's up, It's Craig? me, Tom Bardot. <laughs> How are you, yeah. man? Are you better yet? Yeah, you heard about Tom Bardot, right? What? What about him? Tom Bardot. He's the guy... Uh, forget it. You oh, yeah. I know. Tom? I remember Tom. Yeah. Yeah, we talked yeah. about Tom Bardot yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's going to hear more about Tom Bardot later. Oh, I can't wait. Now, this is Craig. Episode 144. Oh, hey. this is Aaron, by the way. It's Tom Bardot. Yeah. Episode 144, Craig. It That's is, 56 away. That is one away from 145. Oh, that's like next, next episode. Six away next, from 150. Oh, that's going to be a good one. We need to do something special for 150. Like show up. Well, we always show up. Yeah, well, okay. Speaking of showing up, we're at the alternate studio tonight. We are at the alternate studio because of the fire at the Leeberry. Burned to the ground. It did not. Don't even joke <laughs> like that. Well, it was burning when we left. Front Diva's probably listening, and she's going to... No, I just... Uh, being that I was sick... Yeah. And I... Um, I had to put it off one more night. I had a I had a uh, steroid shot yesterday. Yeah, you look like you're feeling better. And I am feeling a little better, not 100%. Okay, good. Because we've got a still, long as, week ahead of us. As here. mentioned in the last show, still nothing in the left ear. Still. Left ear is on a holiday. Have we got our Vegemite yet? Nope, not yet. But uh, Adam tells me he's going to send me some Vegemite. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. He, you know, I've heard good things about Vegemite since we started talking about it. A couple of people have told me that, you know, that's not as bad as you said. It smells like a Petri dish. What do you not taste? It looks it? like a Petri dish. But you haven't tasted it. I wasn't it. brave enough. I will be. It was like, well, I mean, it will be this time. Yeah. But when I saw it the first time, I was so taken back by it. I was like. <gasps> Scared? Like, it would have been, to me, the equivalent of sticking my finger down in a jar of Vaseline and taking a big taste of it or something. Well, that it wouldn't just, be that it bad. just looked you first. <laughs> It just, it, it it just didn't look appealing to me. Okay, well, let's get to tonight's top story, so we don't have to rush through the news like we did last episode. I got to be careful here because it's a twofer on the theme songs. Ready? Yeah. Top story. KFC. Oh, headline is KFC. There were two. Two. That was two. Top story. That's one. Wait a minute. When do you get top story? Well, you just sat there. I figured I'd jump right in. Well, if you want Top Story, you can have it. And plus, I've got an issue I'll with throw this you, one. I'll throw, you, I'll throw you a chicken bone. All right. Headline is, KFC's latest gadget is a chicken wings box that doubles as a drone. Look pretty cool. I'm telling you, KFC and their marketing. You got what I sent you this week, right? Yeah, I did. That's really, really quite awesome. What was it? It was the it was the uh, the soothing meditative thing I sent you this week. Yes. Of Colonel Sanders spinning around. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that was bizarre. But it was really cool. Anyway, KFC loves a good PR stunt, and Circuit Breaker is cool with them as long as they cleverly involve gadgets. Circuit Breaker is the website where this story came from. Flash to their meeting. Well, to- I'm okay with them as long as they're <laughs> today clever and they involve gadgets somehow. The fast food chain announced that its new India 
only smoky grilled wings will come packaged in a box. With, Why don't we get smoky grill wings? With detachable drone parts. Although customers will have to look up instructions online, they can eventually assemble the box and its parts and turn it into a Bluetooth connected How drone. How are they doing this cheap enough? My issue, Craig, with this is that the logo they used for the drone is a straight up ripoff of one of the greatest logos well, ever. It's still KFC. It's still KFC, but they used Ario Speedwagon's logo oh, on I the box. I didn't catch that when you said that the other day. I mean, all the way from the top where it says speed well, and Ar- wagon. Well, here's the thing. Ario Speedwagon's not using it. Ario Speedwagon is no, using it. they're not using it They anymore. are using Those it. Those guys are all gone. They're dead. <laughs> they're not. Only one of them's gone. They're, of course, the best one. But anyway, the company call is calling the box They're a, playing an old folks home somewhere. A, a KFO or a Kentucky Flying Object, which I guess is fine. If you want one, well, too bad. <laughs> the boxes were only available on January 25th and 26th. Is anybody else sick and tired of this crap? Oh, we, we crap. <laughs> they, they did this a few years ago. There was a computer magazine. Yeah. Back when, like, the it was a Raspberry Pi or something. Back when those, those computers on a chip first started coming out. Yeah. And they dropped a, uh, a limited amount of the issues that had a board in the magazine powering something on the front of the magazine, lights or display or something. Cool. Yeah, what? A, what Could a you find them? No, you had about as much luck finding a Nintendo classic, right? I, I wonder if one of these KFC boxes might be on eBay. We we need to check. KFC, I'll look. go ahead and take a look while I finish this story. KFC has previously launched lots of gadgets, most of which were available in Asia, where American fast food chains are historically considered a place to splurge for family occasions. Apparently, the U.S. isn't very uh, gadget receptive market, or maybe we don't like actual flying chicken wings as much. You know, I have no idea. But please fly your chicken wings drone for us. Did you say chicken wings? I did. I said chicken wings drone. I don't see any of them on here. Yeah, it's going to be a hard one to find. But, hey, Craig, next story, speaking of KFC. This man, you can't see, but you have to go to the website to see. Yeah. We'll be on the website? Yeah, I'll put this on the website. This man filling a chicken bucket. Yeah, chicken bucket. I'm just looking at it at all. It's hilarious. This man filling a chicken bucket with soda. <laughs> Coca-Cola, if you're in the South. Pop, if you're up North. Coke. Coke, yeah. Um, at KFC is 2018's First Genius. And look how skinny he is. Well, skinny he, he's guy. not going to drink all he's that. He's got a bucket, a, a KFC bucket, which, by the way, much smaller bucket than they were when we were kids. That's true. Yeah. Still a bucket. <laughs> and then a hero comes along with the strength, and then a hero comes along with the strength to carry on. on. I love everything about this bold Kentucky Fried Chicken customer rocking up to the fountain and filling a chicken bucket with soda. I do, too. I think that's just, you know what? It's got guts. The guy's got guts. When it comes to fountain drink rules, it's really the Wild West. The only tactic rule. Did I say that word right? No, tack it. Tack it. What did I say? Tactic. Did I say tactic? You did. It's the med stalking. You noticed that I stopped because I knew I did something wrong. Yeah. And you gave me a shame look. I did not. <laughs> I was just going to roll with it. Anyway. Yeah. The uh, the only rule of the fountain is you don't fill a cup of water with soda. That is true. Yeah, that is the main cardinal rule. You do not that's the only ask rule. for water and go up and... And that's about it. Outside of anything... about Outside of that, anything goes in an establishment without clear signage. So you so you do... Do you? Dude. Do you, dude? That was really written <laughs> weird. That said, the technique raises a major question. Was this a, I thought of this already, was this a used chicken bucket he's filling with what appears to be Sierra Mist? Mm. Or, let me see, it might be Sierra Mist, yeah. Yeah. Or did he ask the workers for an extra bucket and they obliged? If 
it's the latter. This feels a little more duplicious. Duplicious. Yeah. Duplicious. Yeah. I don't like that word. Well, can what I, they're can saying, we never say duplicious again? What they're saying is if, if, he ordered a, still genius. if he ordered a bucket of chicken, ate the chicken, and then took that bucket and filled it with soda, that's all cool. That fits within the rules, the boundaries. I'm still working on duplicitous. But if, but if he went up and said, can I have an extra bucket, just empty. You're worried about the guy's bucket. I'm worried about duplicitous. <laughs> just duplicitous. They're, they're saying that's a foul. The internet agrees. Did you hear what I said? Foul. <laughs> F-O-W-L. The internet agrees. Uh, I, you know what? What? I'd go do the same exact thing he's doing. Yeah. I'm chicken. <laughs> the internet agrees. I just want to know how this dude got the soda home for this kind of move. You've got to have an accomplice. Of course, he's smarter than all of us. And so I'm sure he had a plan, but you know, Seven Eleven was doing this. Uh, we don't have them here now, but uh, out in Oklahoma, because I have a daughter out in Oklahoma, they did a thing. They may have stopped it now, but they did a thing for several years where anything you bring in, you could put an icy in. Yes. A slushy. Yeah. People, co- people were coming in with their uh, swimming pools, coolers and plastic and swimming <laughs> pools and coolers. Yeah. And, stuff, and uh, they could, they could uh, fill it up with whatever fits. So, Actually, I think KFC may be missing an opportunity here. What if, Craig, you and I, one of the, one of the theaters that we frequent, uh, you order popcorn and a soda, they'll give you a bucket of popcorn in, in an empty cup. But uh, they do have free refills there, so you could empty it out. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think, <laughs> that's a good fun theater. I'll, I'll go see a horrible movie, just eat the popcorn. And can I say that I am so not impressed with the other theater we frequent oh. and, and their recliners? And they actually opened up the rest of it finally. The whole thing's open, and they all have recliners. You can't see a movie they'll, there that doesn't have recliners. But I like that, but I hate that you got to reserve your seat. I don't mind that. I just don't. They're not comfortable. You know what it does? What I think? What? It fosters bad behavior. And they're making half the amount of money they used to make, because, or even less. You don't want to hear me. You don't want to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> you, want to expand, you want me to expand on what I'm saying here? It fosters bad behavior. You know why? Why? People, when they, this, I figured this all out. Go ahead. I should be a psychologist. You Aren't you? Sometimes. So what people do is they get comfortable because they associate that recliner with being at home. Yes. They get jibber jabbery. Oh, true. They think they're in their living room. Well. It happened to me the first time I went there. Did you throw something? Did you throw a goober? No, why would I waste a goober on somebody? All right, a, a delicious peanut a milk covered gut? in chocolate. Did you throw a milk no, gut? a delicious caramel covered in chocolate. Were you nuts? <laughs> well, it's got a little heft to it. I mean, you can really ding somebody I'm with not it. Wasting that, I can. I, I will waste a a milk gut if someone's talking during a movie. They, they're the people. A milk the, gut. the people that I want to rage on are the people that that pick their phones up in the middle of the theater. What about the ones that bring their toddlers? Ooh. <laughs> milk duds to the whole family. Even the toddler. I'm going to dig I'm talking you. about these people that, like, you're, they're down in front of you, and they open their, they turn their phone yes. on, and the light starts shining. It's just, it's like, takes you right out, of the, right out of the picture. You know what I'm saying? Just I know what you're saying. It. Yeah. But the popcorn, uh, the free refills. Yeah. Good stuff. There's nothing good like stuff. movie popcorn. And the one, another thing I like about that theater is you can get sparkling water there. You don't have to have soda. You can get sparkling oh, water. Oh, and the, the, one of the kids got a one of the pretzels with cream. <laughs> Listen, they've got pretzels at that one we're talking about, the refills. Yeah. With a, a warm cream cheese filling in it. We're doing a podcast. I forgot. I'm sitting here talking about movies. No, no. Yeah. This is this is what you signed up for. Anyway. If you're going to listen to Weird, you're going to get this. Headline is. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me no one wants to talk I about I kind of forgot we had mics in front of us. You, you, you're you telling me people don't want to talk about uh, soft pretzels with cream cheese filling or, 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 or popcorn or sodas and movies and stuff like that? And the, and the last time I went to the recliner theater, the more expensive theater... Uh, I ordered popcorn. I don't like butter on my popcorn. I don't like my my fingers feeling greasy. Mm-hmm. 
The guy, uh, he said, you want butter? I said, no. He comes back with a butter-drenched popcorn. Oh, Somebody said they saw a guy drinking some of the butter stuff. Oh. It's like, what are you, just trying to kill yourself? Headline is, candlelight vigil held for Taco Bell restaurant destroyed by fire in Alabama. Maybe a moment of silence. Okay. That, that was enough. <laughs> this comes to us from Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery. I say. How's that Montgomery boy? I said Montgomery. I said, where's my Taco Bell boy? Hey, what's all that smoke over there, huh? Boy, Montgomery. The loss of an Alabama town's 24-7 fast food restaurant to fire was apparently so big, the community organized a candlelight vigil to say their goodbyes. About 100 people turned up for the event in the capital city of Montgomery. The effort started as an apparent joke on Facebook an event last week. But they didn't as, realize how serious people were. But as momentum and interest grew, organizers, organizers decided to make the event a reality. Please join us in mourning as we stand together in the loss of our beloved Taco Bell, the Facebook event stated. Organizers said they weren't allowed on the property of the restaurant since it's still an active fire scene, so they met at the Arby's next door. <laughs> yeah, and now everybody likes Arby's and won't go back. Yeah. So... Oh, they do have those good smokehouse sandwiches right now. They're so oh, good. I'm have you had those yet? Yes, yes, yes. I'm kind of hungry, too. So back to our last show, we talked about our dreams, about how we could like fly and hover and stuff. Yes. I was just thinking how awesome it would be to hover about 300 feet above that fire and just watch it from above. <laughs> yeah, or you just take a drone up and then watch it. Or take up a KFC drone and watch well, it. Why would I? I want to fly. Well, go ahead. I believe I can fly. And speaking of Taco Bell. Hey, yeah, speaking of Taco Bell, Taco Bell employee slings hot burrito at supervisor. That's what? not the first time. This isn't news. <laughs> I've seen that at my local Taco Bell. This comes from no less. No le- Ready? Spartan. Spartanburg. Spartan. An employee at Spartanburg Taco Bell slung a hot burrito at a supervisor, according to a report from the Spartanburg Police Department. <laughs> the report said that on Monday, an officer was called to the restaurant on North Pine Street about an assault complaint. A supervisor at the restaurant said one of her employees got angry over having to work the morning shift. I'd take the morning shift in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Well, this, these kids these days don't like to get up. You know, they're, up, they're up all night playing I with know. their Twitters and their, their tweets and, yeah, and their, their, their Facebooks and, and what have you. Yeah. And uh, she got mad about the morning shift, threw a hot burrito at her and broke. Uh, wait, what? What? Bro- oh, broke his headset. It was a guy. So oh. Brent, <laughs> I thought it, she changed genders in the middle of the story. So a supervisor at the restaurant said one of her employees got angry right. over having to work the morning shift and threw a hot burrito at her, and the guy that threw the burrito broke his headset before storming out of the business. The woman said the employee was getting into several verbal disputes with other co-workers, and she told him to stop being a crybaby. Oh, you can't say that to kids nowadays, man. They'll, they'll fall apart on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the time, the report said the employee slung the hot burrito at the supervisor. The burrito left melted cheese on her left arm <laughs> and down her left side and leg. So she's complaining about this, or is she just bragging? <laughs> I'm planning lunch around that. The report said there was melted cheese all over the appliances in the kitchen. This sounds like a normal day it, at Taco Bell. It's always melted cheese all over the appliances. The employee then took off his headset, broke it on his knee, and <laughs> threw it to the ground. Well, that's coming out of the check. He said, you calls me a crybaby. Um, anyway, broke into several pieces. Uh, then he left the restaurant. And still speaking of Taco Bell. Headline is, Charlie Daniels warns Taco Bell, <clears throat> the Illuminati is not a frivolous subject. Are you down with the uh, the CDB? I'm down with the CDB. I love the CDB. Yeah. You know. Charlie Daniels isn't too keen on Taco Bell's new ad campaign. The country artist, perhaps best known for the 1979 hit The Devil Went Down to Georgia, 
took to Twitter on Monday night to admonish Taco Bell for joking about the Illuminati, presumably after he became aware of the Tex-Mex chain's new commercials for its $1 menu. Hey, Taco Bell, tweeted Daniels, age 81. The Illuminati is not a frivolous subject. Can you believe he's 81? Yeah. I, I mean, think, look yeah. at, looking at him, but I'm saying yeah. when you think of him, yeah. you think... Yeah, Charlie Daniels. You know, that he still does his... three, uh, four years older than you. He brought back the volunteer jam, by the way. Did you know that? Did he get anybody to work Yeah. It? No, yeah, nobody would volunteer? A few folks. A few folks uh, showed up. Taco Bell's ad campaign, which uh, centers around a fictitious Bell-Illuminati filled with cloaked, ominous figures, first debuted in mid-December, shortly after the restaurant announced plans to add 20 new $1 items to its existing value menu. Why am I just hearing about this? Of 2018. $20 items. Yeah, you can go in there with 20 bucks and come away with 20 different items, Craig. That's math. The commercials also depict the Bell Luminati as a secret society that controls the $1 menu from their hidden headquarters. Well, no doubt. Clearly mocking the idea of a secret society of power players and influencers Controlling you know who's in society. the you know who's in the Illuminati, right? Who, who the Queen, the Gettys, <laughs> the Rothschilds, and before he went tits up, the Colonel. <laughs> Heed, beef. I hate the Colonel. Oh, we beady eyes. Oh, you gonna buy my chicken? <laughs> Daniels didn't elaborate on his warnings to Taco Bell, but the musician, again aged eighty-one, has written about the Illuminati and shadow governments in the past in a 2015 Facebook post. Charlie Daniels admitted that the idea of such an organizations are hard for him to swallow, but he didn't rule out the possibility of the well, secret society. Organizations operating. are very large, and the human mouth is not very large, so I would say it would be hard to swallow. He said... What a great conspiracy. I do have some very deep suspicions about people who operate behind the scenes and have undue and unmerited influence in the halls of power and of international well, political isn't scenes. isn't that a little different from Illuminati, though? How do you feel about the Illuminati? I don't. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not I'm allowed to. You no, know, I'm not. The I'm first not rule, about the it. first rule of the Illuminati. Yeah, we don't. We talk don't talk about, about the Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> hey, this yeah. just in: Spring yeah, yeah. Spring Grove police mistake pistachio shells for marijuana and pills. Yeah. Wait well, they a fun. minute. Let's back up a second. Yeah, here. yeah. You mean to tell me that somebody thinks <laughs> pistachio shells look like marijuana? Yeah, you know, I put this story in here for two two reasons. One because no. you're stupid. <laughs> One because what kind of police officer mistakes pistachio shells for marijuana? That's like, that would be, Most of the that time, would, that would be like an officer mistaking Krispy Kreme sugar on your shirt yeah. for being drugs. Oh, that's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that has happened. But p- pistachio shells are normally either white. Well, they're they're a tannish color yeah. unless you get the ones they used to dye red. red. I don't yeah. know why they dyed them and red. They made you they made you all red. You know, I've never had a pistachio. I know. Ever. I tried so hard to get you to eat one. Not once. They are so delicious. Are they really? They are. If you start, yeah, you will wake up three days later in a pile of shells. Well, that's why I'm not. I'm not going to have one. They're so good. Hey, yeah. Anyway, I've lived without them for fifty years. I'm almost as old as you are, and I've never would, had one. What if it would let you live another fifty years? <laughs> I'd eat a lot of them. I keep them away from you. <laughs> so anyway, Spring Grove police mistake pistachio shells for marijuana and apparently find pills in a woman's pocket. Yeah. A pile of crushed pistachio shells mistaken for marijuana led to felony drug charges for a 59-year-old Round Lake Beach woman. Well, that's rude. That is, man. She can't help it. She can't help her. I mean, she She's probably, 59. She works out. No metabolism. She try, yes, leave her alone. <laughs> 
Man, that is so cold. Round Lake Beach woman. Anyway, who also happened to have a bottle of prescription pills in her pocket, her attorney says. Nancy Palman is charged with possession of a controlled substance, which typically is punishable by one to three years in prison. Mm-hmm. Spring Grove police stopped Palman for speeding on January 5th, according to a criminal complaint filed in McHenry County Court. When an officer mistook the pile of de-shell pistachios in her passenger seat for marijuana, still mystery to me, <laughs> have no idea. Uh, the officers uh, asked her to step out of the car, said her attorney, Philip Prosnitz. Step out of the car. Turn a, to the search, right. a search of Palman's car yielded no marijuana, but police found a bottle of narcotic pain medication, Tramadol, in her coat pocket, according to a motion uh, her attorney filed. Uh, Prosnitz said he is now trying to prove that police did not have a strong enough reason to search Palman's vehicle. Well, there were pistachio shells, Craig. They were thinking there were more pistachios. I said they were looking for pistachios. Now I'm thinking about donuts, and I'm thinking about pistachio donuts. Now, if they made donuts out of pistachios... What if they they topped a donut with pistachios? You wouldn't know how good it is. I wouldn't. You do not know what you're missing. I wouldn't. But I like a donut with nothing. I just like a glazed donut. Or a chocolate. I'll eat the chocolate one. That's great. That's (laughs) nice. The prescription for the pills was in a family member's name, although Palman does have her own prescription for the medication to help treat chronic pain from fibromyalgia, uh, Prosnitz said. Uh, A year earlier, when Palman said she was driving a family member to cancer treatment, the pills fell out of the relative's bag. They've been there for a year. I'm going to see her eventually. (laughs) And Palman put them in her coat pocket for safekeeping. I'll never lose them if they're in my coat pocket. How could they go wrong? Prosnitz said the family member died shortly after and the pills were forgotten until she brought out her winter coat again. That's the only part that's plausible in the entire story. Actually, I believe her. I believe her because this story is so believable. You said I'm a believer? And then I saw her face. You know, I'm I'm at Davy Jones. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, Davy Jones. I met met Michael Nesmith. So what? Short little fella. Shorter than me. Between the three, uh, between me, you, and our uh, buddy I know named Kyle, we've met three of uh, the monkeys. Because he met, met Peter at the National Airport. We're going to play a game one day. Yeah. And you're going to lose. You're gonna, you're gonna, <laughs> no, you're going to. We're going to play a game one day. We're going to play six degrees of Craig and Bacon. and we're gonna, Craig and Bacon. Craig and Bacon. And we're going to see. You're going to name somebody, and we're going to see how weird it is that I can connect myself to them. This next story <clears throat> is instant karma in action. Okay. And uh, it, it's it's got a death in it, which normally we don't really carry. Well, I say that every time we but, carry a but, death story. But if you hear the choo-choo train known as the karma train. The karma train is. If you th- hear the choo-choo coming. Yes. And it's the karma train. And, I'm going to stop. Yeah, absolutely. You I'm gonna better stop. stop. And watch. I'm going to yeah. stop and watch. Headline is, man drops dead after altercation with Good Samaritan trying to help a woman. This happened in Houston. A man fatally collapsed after an altercation with a Good Samaritan early Saturday morning in northwest Houston. The Good Samaritan was allegedly trying to help a woman who was being assaulted by the alleged pimp. So this man was was has pimples. Yeah, he's up to no good. Yeah. According to the Houston Police Department, officers responded to what was initially thought to be a hit and run around 2:30 a.m. Upon arrival, police say they discovered a woman who was being sex trafficked from Wisconsin. Traffic ticketed. Sex trafficked from Wisconsin. So this guy was up to absolute no good. The woman told police she was she was being assaulted by the man at a nearby club when she attempted to flee. He allege- allegedly continued to pursue and assault her. A good Samaritan driving by witnessed the assault, got out of his vehicle to help, and some sort of altercation happened between the two men. The woman told police the first man threatened to shoot the good Samaritan. The good Samaritan fled the scene in fear for his life. 
But as he took, own, lady. as he took off, the woman tried to jump into the pickup truck. But the first man pulled her hair and grabbed her, officer said. So you can you can picture this scene going down. She's trying to get away. Guy took off. Yeah. This guy was trying to get her, and a guy came to help her. The the other guy threatened him with a gun. I got scared. Yeah, he got scared. Like she, you, ran away like whatever. a chicken. So even more bizarre, the man suddenly died after falling to the ground. According to reporting witness, the, the first male hits the ground, rises to his feet, stumbles across the roadway, and collapses on the shoulder. Or on his shoulder. I yeah. don't know. Whichever. Yeah. On the shoulder of the road. But th- is that not instant karma? I ask you. That's crazy. It is crazy. What the other? What happened to the other guy? Oh, he's he, a hero. He just no, 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 no. There were two guys trying to get her, right? No, no, just that one. Oh, just the I'm, one. I, I, mis- I misheard. Yeah, just the one, and the guy that the Good Samaritan, and she got married uh, in Vegas the next weekend. And, to the Good Samaritan, and yeah, she got married to the Good Samaritan. Oh, you made that part up. And they lived happily ever after, and they have seven children. And uh, <laughs> they work fast. Yeah, yeah. He owns a, a, a sporting goods company. Uh, wow. In Houston now. Wow. And it all happens. So. That's a believable story. <laughs> That last part was totally made up, but um, no, I, I hate to see anybody die. But if they're going to do it, um, it's almost like God said, "Nope." That's exactly what it, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I thought. Hey, yeah, this yeah. just in: local man sets house on fire, blames it on decade-old dispute with brother. <laughs> Yakima, Washington. Police yeah. say a local man burnt down his parents' home yesterday for something his brother did to him 10 years ago. You know what he did? I told you I'd get you. You know what he did? What? <laughs> you may have heard my theme song. Go ahead. Wait. Well, I'm going to tell him what happened if you would not interrupt. I'm so excited. 29-year-old Joel Cruz was home alone and got angry because his brother farted in his face <laughs> a decade ago. It's <laughs> not required to play that again. Fecal surprise. <laughs> Police say Cruz then put a pot with vegetable oil on the stove, turned it on high, and ran out of the building. Seems like that'd take a while. Because it it's got to get hot enough to, let's say, cook French fries. Yeah, oh, yeah, or then the chips. Got, then it's got chips. Then it's got to burn a while longer. Chips. It's got to eventually, yeah. Ponch and John. Ponch and John got to show up. <laughs> Cruz told police he heard voices in his head and was put uh, through in a mental evaluation. Uh, police say they tried to put him in a state hospital. Uh, but the hospitals turned him away because he was just too stinking crazy. Yes, no, exactly. Says, because he's a uh, danger to others and himself. Which I would call too stinking crazy. So he plotted and waited for 10 yes. years. Burned down his house because his brother. You know, my brother used to be mean so to wait. me. wait. So his, his, he, this guy was 19 years yes, old when this happened. Yes. And he harbored that resentment. Yes, he did. It grew and it grew and drove him crazy. Now the loony bin won't even take him. You know, Alan. Alan so please don't go into the, the Easter basket thing again. Okay, what about Christmas? Don't go into the, the Christmas thing. You know, I got nothing but oranges and, like, walnuts in my stocking. Walnuts and Alan had all this candy. Good. Did your parents ever call him out on it? No. Pops, come on. <laughs> this is Alan we're talking about, the golden child. Okay, you know what I think he should do? Pops listens. Yeah. Pops, you need to see. What do you call your mom? Mom. Just mom? Yeah. He gets a cool name like Pops. Pops, yeah. She doesn't get, like. Well, he doesn't give away our secrets to my that's, brother. That's true. <laughs> Pops, you need to send mom down to Sam's or, or Publix or somewhere. And I need you. Are you listening? You writing this down? Hold on. I'm going to give Pops a second. To get a, oh, shh. Don't say anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm going to get just a second for Pops to get a pen. He's always got one in his pocket. Okay. Yeah. Pop, pull, that pen's out, pull that pen out of your pocket. Yeah. Pops, pen pocket, pocket pen. I need you to write this down. Send send mom down to the store, and I want you to get Aaron a bunch of candy. Yeah. Do that. Because Actually, I, she does that all the time. She yeah, always has candy I think. Me. I think to 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 prove the power of the podcast, yeah, that I can ask. 
if you would do me a favor, would yeah. you send her down? I'll tell you what. If you can't get him candy, would you get him a dozen Krispy Kreme? Oh, ones? yeah, and then call me as soon as you get them. Yeah. But, now, and then I want you to eat them before he, <laughs> he gets there. And I want I want what you do is walk up with a straight face and hand him a, a, a box. And I'll go ahead and put, like, some celery or something in it so it feels a little heavy. I'll, I'll give Mom this. Every year since I've moved out of the house, she uh, she's celebrating. She gets me a whole bunch of Cadbury cream eggs for Easter. And she saves them until I get there, usually in the fridge, which they're the best when they're a little, little chilled. Mm. I love those things. Crap. Is there that may be just one of the top five candies, and it's owned by like Nestle or somebody. Yes. It's owned by somebody that's so good. But what's funny is that 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 chocolate Cadbury it's got a little yolk in there. It's yeah, <laughs> but it's better. I mean, I, I, I get it. Cadbury was they merged or grabbed. You know, sure, they, they, they yeah, still better it. chocolate. But the funny thing is that it's better chocolate than their name brand. I forget if it's Hershey's or, or which one it is. No. But it's their Hershey's is Hershey's. No, but it's 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 the company that owns them. It's like they have yeah. like Nestle or something. It's like it's better than their yeah. flagship product. Oh, I could eat a Cadbury cream egg every minute. Now I think we've said this before. Yeah, but you go, you ever go to you ever go to the Aldi's? Yeah. Have you ever had their chocolate bars? No. Amazing. No, I haven't. You know why? Why? And, and a, a mutual friend of ours told me this one time. He goes, "This is a German company. What? What do you think? German chocolate? Oh, there you go. But I tell you what, you none of this, none of this crap that Hershey's gives. You, you open the package that says, "We need to see your papers. What are your papers? <laughs> the um, the German. You know, joke. Hershey's. If you ask for an, uh, you go to the store. Oh, give me an almond Hershey's bar. Oh. You're lucky to get a little scattering of almonds. True. The ones at Aldi. Yeah, from one edge to the other. How about that, dude? It is just. It's intense. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna give it a try. Won't you? We'll go ahead and continue. Okay. Well, you want to finish the podcast first? No, I'm gonna finish it because I'm better at you any better than you anyway. So headline is not really. Swiss town denies passport to Dutch vegan vegan because she is vegan. Too annoying. We've covered this lady before. We've covered you saying vegan. <laughs> a Dutch vegan who applied for a Swiss passport has had her application rejected. Say saga for us. Saga. Because <laughs> the locals found her too annoying. Well, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. If you walk up to me. Vegans I, can be annoying. Yeah. You and windy. If you walk up to me. Yeah. If you walk up to me and you say, hi, I'm blah, blah, and I'm a vegan. Yeah. You're annoying at that point. Absolutely. <laughs> that's annoying. The and only, they're always so proud of the it. The only thing that's going to make it better. Yeah. Is if there's a giant pizza sitting there. Uh, at that moment, I know I do not have to fight you Absolutely. For it. You know, I don't walk up to people and say, hey, man. I'm a carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you're planning on feeding me, I do eat meat. I don't have to ever say that. You know, yeah. you don't have to have special deals or, or meals at, at a party because I'm too snotty for I saw, I saw posting. I knew he was asking for trouble. I saw where, uh, Chris Pratt posted a thing. I love Chris Pratt. He posted some, a picture of this. Uh, it was a sheep or something uh, that he had they'd oh, yeah, sent to slaughter. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, well, people saw that. that. People learned that... that about you know these animals and blah 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 and these bleeding hearts were coming about the animals like do you understand populations and you understand you know it's like a radio show that you and i enjoy point out the fact that if you want to save an animal start hunting it that's what ted turner did with buffalo you know they were a dangerous species for a long time till he started killing them ted turner (laughs) ride a water buffalo yeah ted turner run a water buffalo Anyway, there's a water buffalo song. I gotta find that. Nancy Holton, age 42, Wait, moved Nancy? to Nancy. Nancy, yeah, old man Holton's girl, moved to Switzerland from the Netherlands when she was eight years old, and has now and now has children who are Swiss nationals. However, well, hoity doity, <laughs> when she tried to get a Swiss passport for herself, residents of what do you say there? Gip 
Oberfrick. Can you say that on our show? We're family Isn't friendly. Isn't he one of the guys that didn't he have his own show on? Uh, I think he was a member Keith of. Keith Oberfrick. He was a member of the Bay City Rollers, wasn't he? S A T U I. I can't even spell it anymore. In the Canton. A T U R D A Y. Night. <laughs> anyway, Gip Oberfrick in the Canton of Argu rejected Ar- Ar- Argo. Ar- Wait, wait, wait. Argo. Aragar. If it's your name, A A Argo. Aragar. Rejected her application. Miss Holton, a vegan and animal rights activist, you said it right that time. has campaigned against the use of cowbells in the village, and her actions have annoyed the locals. She wears a stupid cowbell everywhere she goes. <laughs> it's so dumb. The residence committee argued that if she does not accept Swiss traditions and the Swiss way of life, she would not be able to become an official national. Good for them. Good. Miss Holton told local media, Denied. The bells which the cows have to wear when they walk to and from the pasture, are especially heavy. We had somebody else a long time ago in one of the shows we talked about this. It's this. It's the same woman. Again? Again. Why yes, she's had it. Team? Why do we have the follow-up theme? Who are you talking about? Where is the update? Give us the update. Yeah. We want the update now. Where is the update? Where is it? Give us the <laughs> I like that part. Where is it? We want the update now. She said... The animals carry around five kilograms around their neck. It causes friction and burns to the skin. She added, the sound that cowbell makes is a hundred decibel. It is not. It is not a hundred decibel. decibel. No, no, it's not. It is comparable with a pneumatic drill, please. Now, I would pay to see a cow carry a pneumatic drill around their neck. (laughs) No, that I'd pay to see, too. We also would not want such thing hanging so close to our ears. Tanya Suter, the president of the local Swiss People's Party, claimed Miss Holton has a big mouth <laughs> and the residents did not want to grant her citizenship if she annoys us and doesn't respect our traditions. You know she had that story twice. It's so important, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, stop, yes. Stop for that Mark Patch top 10. Yeah, it's it is. top 40. I don't know why. <laughs> it's America. Yeah. Welcome again to American Top 40. This goes out to Mark Patch, who writes. Mark Patch is moving up a notch to number five. <laughs> Mark Patch falls this Mark Patch. Mark, Mark, Mark Fash falls. <laughs> Mark Patch falls this week to number 10. Dear Aaron, <laughs> this one comes all the way from Mark Patch in Oklahoma. A dead dog. <laughs> oh, wait, we can't go there. <laughs> can't go there. <laughs> Top 10 worst music artist. That the millennial and Generation Z generations listen to. Okay, this is going to be fun because I don't know many of these. I know a couple of them. I know one, two, three, four. Oh, wait a minute. I don't agree with one of these. Do you not? No. Well, you're a millennial. Then. I'm actually good. I'm <laughs> the oldest you. millennial I've ever seen. Nah, I'm just going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. We'll, we'll talk about it I'm going to play there. fair. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it when we get there. Let me do the first one. Okay. Number 10. Black Veil Brides. Do you know who they are? No idea. I know that song, Black Veil Brides, Won't You Go? No. That's not No, it. that's different. That's Black Hole Sun. Oh, I was confused. Okay, number nine, Skrillex. Yeah, not to be confused with Skillet. No, not Sk- I like Skillet. Skrillex. Skrillex. Number eight of the top ten Wait, worst. Wait, have you ever heard of Skrillex? No. And you never heard of Black Veil Brides? No. Me either. We're so old. We're old, <laughs> yeah. But number eight. Yes. Because I have a daughter who likes her, and Ugh. I'm going to be honest with you. I, the girl is talented. I don't like her ever since she uh, threw that little fit in the donut shop. I saw that. Don't video. know about that, but as far, we're talking, we're, Look talk, it up. we're talking the music quality. Okay. Yeah. And Never, I don't like her brother either. He's and, a I, and, I, and when I say this, I'm not buying her records. Okay. Good. <laughs> I got Apple Music. I get it free. <laughs> but no, I'm saying that. Um, I, I'm just going to be fair and say this girl's really talented. Okay. Uh, 
Ariana Grande. I don't like her. Number eight. I'm just saying that. Come okay, on. I have heard C- of her. Come I on, know who she is. She's, okay. she's talented. No, nah, no, she's not. Number seven. And I'm going to surprise you in a minute and support somebody else in a minute. Number here. seven. Rick Ross. I have no idea who that is. Hmm. Rick Ross. I don't like it. That's kind of a cool name, though. Hmm. Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Coming to you live. Number six. Yeah. Top ten worst musical artists of the millennials and the Generation Z generations listen to. I don't know if I said that right. You did. Number six. Miley Cyrus, please go away. <laughs> number seven, uh, number five, uh, blood on the dance floor. We'll clean it up. That's gross, man. What happened? Probably a <laughs> mass shooting of some sort. You ever heard of them? No. Blood on the dance floor. Now I can't stand number four either. But I will say, yeah, I watched this guy do circles around on American Idol. He was a special guest. Yeah, that dude went circles around the people that are. a at the time, were established legendary types. Uh, Justin Bieber. I'll tell four. you what. And the thing is... You talk well, about talent, though. Now, he does have talent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't like the guy. I don't like his music, all that stuff. But I watch the guy not only... Why don't you like him? I'm 50. I'm, why, why would I like Justin Bieber? Why would I, I like mean, Ariana I, Grande? I, I, don't, but, but, I don't like his music, I don't think. I don't, did I say I, don't I was really 50? I admitted it. Yeah, you did. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. On, on, the American, on American Idol. Yeah. You can probably find this on, on the YouTubes. Yeah. He comes out, does a dance number, does the singing, da-da-da-da-da, runs back, gets on drums, and starts wailing on the drums. I'm telling you, he's talented. That's had, one thing I like about him is, is because he's the first superstar who started with real talent on YouTube. Right. Now, that does not equal great albums. It just means no, he's no. talented. It just means he's got lots of talent. So I'm yes. just going to, uh, just to be fair, I, I defended uh, Ariana Grande. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to defend Justin a little bit because... I like him much better than Ari. Because I watch it, and I would, I would encourage you to go find that American Idol thing where he came on as a special guest. I was, I was like, wow. Number three, top ten worst music artists that the millennial and Generation Z generations listen to, Jacob Sartorius. Sartorius. I have no idea. I think he's Sartorius. from... Sartorius? He's, that a, he's from one of the... Well, he's, no, he's from one of the outer quadrants of the galaxy. I thought that was a Duran Duran He's a Sartorian. <laughs> Number two, I, I know, know. I know where you were going with. You're going back to the 80s. <laughs> Number two, I, there's not a rocket ship that could take him far enough Please. away from the planet. If he exploded today, I would probably cheer. Kanye West. Number two. He, what aggravates me about this guy? Yeah. Oh, I should not, have a clip of him trying to yeah, sing Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not only is he talentless. Yeah. But. He really is. He lives in a world where he convinces himself and he, he's making, that he is talented. He make, and, but people pay money. Oh, why? For this garbage. Why? And he's so arrogant. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. It's and like, he hangs out with those Kardashians. Of course, they'll ruin a man. Look what they did to Bruce Jenner. Yeah. What'd I say? Uh, what? <laughs> the number one, number one. Number one. Top ten worst music artists that the millennial and Generation Z generations listen to. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I know who she is. I don't um, know any of her music, but I know who she is. I hear she's actually talented. I don't really haven't paid attention to her. She probably music. is. I'm telling you, Justin Bieber is the most talented one on this list. Uh, Ariana's got a great voice. Nah, she doesn't. It's all up. Maybe we should battle them. Like, we should. In, in, in like a ring, like robots. No, no. We should We should put them in a boxing ring. Yeah. Well, no, she's... Well, they're both probably about the same Remember? You remember the clips scrawny. of Justin Bieber walking into glass? <laughs> if no. You, if you look on uh, YouTube, you can pull up Justin Bieber walk, walking into glass. I just hope the, Sartor- the, the Sartonians aren't mad at us right now. They might fire that rocket. Sartorians. They might fire the fire the Kanye Whoa, West easy. rocket. <laughs> we go listen to some Black Veil Brides now. Hey, if you haven't left us a review, please do so. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, we would appreciate it. We haven't had the snake theme in like four episodes. Good. 
Oh, by the way, I saw our buddy Jay Sharp, friend of the show. Jay Sharp. Uh, Be careful running into that guy. He wanted to know if you liked the pictures of the snakes he sent. I never showed them to you. Yeah. There you go, Mr. Sharp. You see what I have to deal with on a daily basis. 